Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven-day-a-week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 140 of our trek, and yesterday we started digging up nuggets of wisdom that I learned from Jim Rohn, one of my virtual mentors, and then we applied some wisdom trek logic to the nuggets that we discovered. We will continue on our trial for wisdom exploration for the next several days. If you have any of your own observations, comments, or questions as we explore these nuggets of wisdom, please share them on the comment section of our daily journal pages at wisdom-trek.com. We are recording our podcast from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio, as we just came up for the weekend to start leaf harvest and to share on our grandson Gideon's sixth birthday celebration. When I refer to our leaf harvest, you have to understand that we have four and a half acres of land with many very mature maple and oak trees. They produce an abundant amount of leaves. And the big house is located in a residential community, so there is some expectations that we will maintain our property, so we do strive to gather the leaves up on a timely basis so they don't end up all over the community. Today was the first day of many that we will spend gathering up leaves. Fortunately, we do have a powerful vacuum system attached to the mower that takes most of the difficult work out of it. We were able to clean up the entire mowable portion of our yard today, which consisted of eight loads. Each load has a capacity of over 400 gallons, so that's 3,200 gallons of leaves. That is a lot of leaves, and today was a rather light day in comparison to when most of the leaves do fall. I do enjoy spending the time outside, and it was a good day. Tomorrow, after the birthday celebration, we do head back to Charlotte, since we do have commitments during this next week. With a full schedule for this next week, the days will fly by, and then we'll be returning to Marietta again next Friday. So let's get back on our trail today as we continue to search for more nuggets of wisdom. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, it tells us, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under the sun. As we start out today, we first want to explore the nuggets of wisdom called a time to take action. Engaging in genuine discipline requires that you develop the ability to take action. You don't need to be hasty if it isn't required, but you don't want to lose too much time either. Here's the time that we should act, when the idea is hot and the emotions are strong. Let's look at an example. Say you want to build your personal library of books, either physical or electronically. If you have this strong desire to do so, what you have to do is to purchase your first book and then get your second book. Take action as soon as possible, before the feeling passes and before the idea dims. If you don't, here is what will happen. You will fall prey to the law of diminishing intent. We intend to take action when the idea strikes. We intend to do something when the emotions are high. But if we don't translate that intention into action fairly soon, the urgency starts to diminish. A month from now, the passion is cold. A year from now, you won't even remember it. If nothing changes in your life, then your life will not change. So take action. Set up a discipline or habit when the emotions are high and the idea is strong, clear, and powerful. If somebody talks to you about good health and you're motivated by it, then go out and buy a book on nutrition. Get the book before the idea passes before the emotion gets cold. Begin the process immediately. For instance, fall to the floor and do some push-ups or some exercises. You've got to take action, otherwise the wisdom is wasted. The emotion soon passes unless you apply it to a disciplined activity. Discipline enables you to capture the emotion and the wisdom to translate them into action. The key is to increase your motivation by quickly setting up disciplines. By doing so, you've started a whole new process for your life. Here is the greatest value of discipline, it's self-worth, also known as self-esteem. Many people that I've listened to that are teaching self-esteem, they don't connect it to discipline. But once we sense the lack of discipline within ourselves, it starts to erode our psyche. 
One of the greatest temptations then is just to ease up a little bit. Instead of doing your best, you allow yourself to do just a little bit less than your best. Sure enough, you've started in the slightest way to decrease your sense of self-worth. There's a problem with even a little bit of neglect. Neglect starts as a small infection. If you don't take care of it, it becomes a full-blown disease. And one neglect leads to another. Worst of all, when neglect starts, it diminishes our self-worth. And once this has happened, how can you regain your self-respect? All you have to do to prevent this is to act now. Start with the smallest discipline that corresponds to your philosophy. I would ask you to make this commitment. I will discipline myself to set and then achieve my goals today so that in the years ahead, I will be able to celebrate my successes. The next time we want to look at is the time to be fruitful. Over the years, I've learned to challenge myself and those that I impact to turn their response into ideas and information that they receive into results. According to the biblical story that's found in Genesis 1.28, the first couple, Adam and Eve, were instructed to be fruitful, to produce some results. And it reads like this, Then God blessed them, and he said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. If you study Genesis chapter 1 closely, you will see that God instructed all of his creation to be fruitful. And he repeated these commands after the flood of Noah to his family and also to all creation. Fruitful is kind of an interesting word. It denotes abundance, to fill the earth. And here is what I think fruitful, abundance, and productivity means in our daily lives today. To go to work on producing more than you need for yourself. I think we fulfill the command given to us long ago to be productive, to produce far more than we need for ourselves by blessing our families and others, blessing our workplace, and even blessing our nation, regardless of where you live or what conditions you are living in. Challenge yourself to produce more ideas than you need for yourself so that you can share and give your ideas away. Produce more in terms of substance and money and treasures and all things valuable to human beings, far more than you need for yourself. This reminds me of the story of R.G. Letourneau, the man who built big earth-moving machines. It was his goal to give away 90% of his income, giving away far more than anyone could possibly imagine. Now, 90% is an awful lot to give away, but you should have seen the 10% that was left for him. Once abundance starts to come, when somebody becomes incredibly productive, it's amazing what the numbers turn out to be. It's amazing what it finally totals. So make sure that when you are given an opportunity that you turn your response into results, thus the chance to be more fruitful and more giving. As we gain wisdom and apply these principles to our lives, God will even multiply our years so that we can have even more opportunities to be fruitful. Proverbs 9:11 tells us, wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. We should produce abundant results in all of our endeavors. The Apostle Paul in his letter to the church of Ephesus in chapter six, verse seven, puts it this way. Work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than working for people. So on our trek today, our wisdom nuggets gave us insight that there will be a time to take action and a time to be fruitful. Both are related because if we do take action, we will multiply our results and be more fruitful. As we continue on our trail, come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, creating a legacy. And we will search for more of these precious wisdom nuggets that are more valuable than hidden treasures. And that'll finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom at wisdom-trek.com or subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, or YouTube. And if you subscribe on any of these platforms, your episodes will be downloaded to you automatically each day. 
and please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends, either through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet them each day, and invite them to come along with us on our Wisdom Trek. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com, and I thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.